You're listening to episode number 445 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I know you're not really into sports, but as a, a person that loves Las Vegas, does it does the fact that the the Golden Knights won the the Stanley Cup does that does that do anything to anything you? for you? Anything for you? The who won the what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of knew that was going to be the answer. <laughs> we were we were at Circa again, uh, like we like we had talked about before. Um, yeah, and, and Vegas J-Dubs reached out right before game three and said, hey, we should go ahead and book an, uh, the booth again at Circa Sports for game five. And at this point, it wasn't sure if game five was going to be needed. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I kind of hope that they don't need it. But if they do need it, that means they're going to win in you know while they're in Vegas versus winning in Florida. So he booked it. Turns out they did need game five. He and... Uh, uh, Ed Rodriguez drove in from California, and so there's the four of us in the booth, and it was so cool, so much fun. Yeah, um, it is such a great place to watch sports. Yeah, if you're if you're into, I can't recommend this enough because and the prices they're very reasonable. Yeah, I mean the the price um, for the booth this time was three hundred dollars. So this is Game Five of the Stanley Cup when the Knights could potentially clinch it. And when we got it before during the playoffs, it was still three hundred dollars. So the price didn't change. Yeah. Um, and you still get the you know three hundred food and beverage credit. It, it just and it was so much fun. Like there were so many other Knights fans around us, and everybody was just you know camaraderie and cheering and happy and it, it helped that the game was awesome if you were a Knights fan because the scoring was so ridiculously high uh, the fact that the Knights scored like four goals in the second period is insane like scoring like that doesn't happen in hockey but it was so much fun and it was so cool to be able to watch the Knights win in Vegas yeah. in a place like that with so many other you know, crazy Knights fans around. Now, I did step out of the way when the people in front of us, you know, got their champagne to do their champagne shower. I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, need to be drenched in champagne. Thank you very much. Um, I did put up with, uh, with J-Dubs and Ed and their celebratory cigars. Um, <laughs> they busted those out and I was like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. But uh, no, it was, it was so cool. It was so much fun. So happy for our city. Yeah. I, there's no way in hell I'm going down to the parade. Oh, I know. Parade, yeah, parades this Saturday. I'll well, pass. 
And, and not only that, but it's going to be going up and down Las Vegas Boulevard, which, if you've been watching Twitter Boy at all, Vegas. has been a fucking nightmare right. the last couple nights, you know, with all the construction and stuff that's going on for F1. So how they're going to deal with that, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I fully support the team. I don't need to be down there in the, the middle of that mass craziness. So, right. I am proud that we didn't riot. Yes. Well, I know somebody said that they're like, "Oh, when are the riots going to start?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Vegas. Is, we're in we're Vegas. Like, we're, we have nice. We things. don't. We don't riot. We party. We have yeah. nice things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and they. I did see something. This is completely unrelated. That they arrested a guy shortly before Game Five. That he was threatening to. Yes, like, that's in the fucking show. Oh, okay. Never mind. Hey, you don't. Up. Yeah, yeah. You shut up. Maybe this so. is why we. This is why we read the notes ahead of time, Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't need to do that. I do everything cold. It just works out better. Um, but no, it was super cool. So that that was our fun highlight to the week, and then that's awesome. It was a little bit of a hangover Wednesday morning, but because yeah. then we. Okay, this is another funny thing. So <laughs> afterwards. Um, because of course you don't want to go home yet, right? So we ended up going to downtown Grand to do some gambling. And I'm sitting at the blackjack table and Mark's kind of standing next to me like he wasn't gambling at that point. And all of a sudden this guy walks up and he's like, hey, are you Karen? And I'm like, oh, that's, yes. That's and he's like, yeah, I saw you on the YouTube thing. And I'm like, oh, you mean on the podcast? And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I know you have a podcast and it's with a guy and with a lawyer there's like three of you on it. Um, but no, I, I saw the YouTube thing that you did, which was the Vegas, uh, the Vegas council that I was on with, oh, yeah. um, that Vegas introvert and, uh, fuck, I'm going to forget his Twitter handle. I know it's Josh. I think it's small wheel. I for- no, no Vegas Duffy, Vegas Duffy. Um, but he, he recognized me from being on that and was super cool. And then at the end of it, as he was leaving, he, he left me a very kind, um, donation towards my gambling, which was, I thought, excessive, but um, his name was Reagan. I want to say thank you, Reagan. That was very cool, and it was really kind of funny to be standing next to Mark and have somebody recognize me and not know who he was. <laughs> so I, that, I tell you, I hide behind <laughs> our logo. <laughs> it, it was really, it was kind of funny, though. So that was another cool experience that happened that night. So we, we had a fun week. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, and, and many, many, many congratulations to the Vegas Knights. Uh, you know, you guys have only been around for six years. Yep. Uh, and I think you guys, I say you guys, but I, I think the Vegas Knights debuted the same year as the tragic um, Mandalay Bay shooting. Yeah. And you, were, you made, di- didn't true. Vegas, the Vegas Knights make it into the actual like championship and they, yeah, they their were first the year. Stanley yeah. Cup in their first year. Yeah. Yeah. They just yeah. We were, yeah, yeah. we were the game one was actually during Vegas vacation in 2018. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. And, and this was just, this just seems so awesome for them to win. I could not have been more excited. So, uh, that's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. All right. I'm done talking about sports ball. I hope for the rest of the night, <laughs> let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random Vegas. The million-dollar display at Binion's has returned. The display case holds $42,000 in $1 bills, $688,000 in $20 bills, and $270,000 in $100 bills. We got that from Vital Vegas. Why, why, why do you think they... It's almost like they bought a display case too big for what they had, so they're like, we got to have some lower denominations there. I, well, I'm just adding it up to make sure this actually adds up to a million dollars. <laughs> no, I didn't double check it. That would be my luck. No, I think that I think part of it is they they knew what they wanted the display to look like, and then they backed into the number of bills because I'm guessing all the hundred dollar bills are stacked up in front. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then the twenties and the the ones are behind it. 15. Interesting that there's no fifties. 
Well, that's bad luck. I know. Supposedly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tony's still adding. There's three numbers there, Tony. I don't know. I know, right? I still, it only came up with $900,000. <laughs> the joke in law school is if we could do math, we'd be doctors instead of lawyers. And the fact that I can't add up three digits. Okay, so, three numbers. so Tony, here's the, here's the easy way to do this. What's All right, that? you start with, okay, so you have the 42 and you have the 688, right? Are you going to smart math me or whatever that's I, this, this is how math I can do, the, I cannot do math in my head, but this I can yeah. do. So if you take the, the 2,000 from the 42 and add it to the 688, that gets you to 690. Plus okay. 40 gets you to, to 730, right? Okay. Okay. Sure. Then okay. add the 70 from the 270, that gets you to 800. And then okay. add the 200 from the 270, and that gets you to a million. Mm-hmm. I, I counted it up twice, and I still got to $900,000. I, I, so. I don't know what the <laughs> hell just happened. I know, right? That was some fucking beautiful... Mind bullshit it really right was. It made sense to me. I don't know. Oh, of course it did. Next up is the twit pick of the week. Yep. This is a picture of Caesar's Palace in the 1970s after their first expansion tower, the Centurion Tower, was built. The place looks almost unrecognizable except for the famous fountains. While they have been rethemed to look more like Roman architecture, both of these hotel towers are still in use to this day. This picture, shared by at loss underscore when, makes one wonder if people bitched about parking back in the day. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to see the picture to understand what I'm talking about. So uh, <laughs> you, sh- you should actually, um, there's a link if you go down into the notes. Uh, well, people aren't going to do it, but <laughs> there's a link. You can go see it if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> So is the Centurion Tower the square one or the big round one? The big round one. It's the square one. Okay. Is the is the Centurion Tower? So they had that beautiful like uh, concave shape round one, and then they went to this boring square thing that they built. I, I guess that's because. all they could afford. Well, if you could expand, it's no boo today. That's hmm. no no boo's on the other side. No. Yes. No. Because Nobu is along Flamingo. <laughs> and that's the podcast, kids. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm yes, telling you. No. It's, it's for the ne- Nobu. For is the, the next hotel. 90 minutes. Nobu's not in the middle of it. Uh, we're, we're not going to just keep... We're going to have to agree okay. to disagree. You, you do that. I'm, I'm going to be opening something else up no, here in a that's second. Not a, that's not a surprise at all. Mm-hmm. Well... Here's, you know, it doesn't surprise me. The fact that, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. You can find out for yourself. You, you. And then we'll move into the news. All right. Talk to me about this pinky ring. The RJ is reporting that Lily Bar and Lounge at Bellagio is closing June or no July 7th to make way for a new concept from Bruno Mars. The tentative name is the Pinky Ring, and that's about all we know about the project. Lily Bar opened at Bellagio in 2012. Have you ever been to this place? Are you asking me? Because I been to which place? To Bellagio. Lily Bar. Uh no. No. It's at, wait, isn't it in Caesars? It's in Bellagio. Oh, Bellagio? No, we haven't really spent any time in Bellagio either. I'm interested. I like Bruno Mars. I don't know what what he's going to come up with. If it's a jewelry shop. No, it's going to be, no, the whole pinky ring, because he did, you know, put your pinky rings up in the air. Yeah, no, I mean, that's. To the moon. Whatever. To the moon. 
whatever. It, it's based on that. So my my guess is it's going to have a very retro. Uh, how would you describe that era of Bruno Mars? Almost like a seventies gaudy kind of thing is what I'm envisioning. I would have thought more fifties. Yeah, I don't think that's 50s. It's more funk. That whole song is a much more yeah. of a funk song. All right. So yeah. I think the bar is going to have that, that kind of a feel. But All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> 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 uh, something that Mark has seen a lot as of late is the Plaza Carousel Bar. Plaza's new Carousel Bar opened this, w- this last week, and they're still dealing with some growing pains. Originally, it was said that they wouldn't comp drinks. When the internet lost their fucking mind over it, that changed, uh, thank you to social media. Then it was said that you had to play $20 through the video poker machines to get your first drink. Now, you have to play enough to trigger the little light on the back before you get a drink. Oh, it wasn't even that. So, okay, F-A-T early in the show. Uh, So we were there on Sunday? Sometime over the weekend. And Mark had already been there long enough that as soon as... So I sat down to play, and the bartender's like, hey, what can I get you? I'm like, a water. She's like, cool. Mark sits down next to me a few minutes later, and she's like, oh, hey, you're back. And I'm like, all right, seriously, dude. <laughs> it, it, this is too too early for this. Um, and she poured him a beer right away. And, and I was just drinking water. So I, I wasn't... It was because it was like noon. Uh, and for whatever reason, I had... Well, I hadn't eaten yet, so that was why I wasn't drinking yet. But... Um, he finished one beer and before he even asked she had the next one there so there was no checking of the light system no anything else we go there before the night's game on Tuesday and what they said was you had to put through at least $16 in play before you got a comp drink and then uh, you know the it was based on the light system but they warned us they said if you stop playing for 30 seconds it resets oh my God. Holy shit. Yeah. So I dropped and we're sitting there and I, I'm, I'm playing like they told me this before I sat down because because uh, J Dubs and Ed were already there. So so they filled me in on this and I'm like, OK, so I'm playing and playing and playing and playing and the bartenders are walking by and not doing anything. I'm down 20 bucks at this point. So I know that I've put through more than $16 yeah. and the bartender walks by and I'm like, hey, is my light up? She's like, no, not yet. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, I know I played. She's like, well, you have to, you can't stop for, for more than 30 seconds. I'm like, I know. They've told me that. I've been playing. So the whole, their whole system, number one, if that's actually the case, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So let me put it that way. I was so aggravated. It was most, uh, like, $40, like, gone in, I don't know, half an hour. They tightened up the machine from the first time we were there because it was paying up really pretty good <laughs> the first time. That time, no, not at all. Oh, can you and, know it's well, all no, math. But, when they have these rules, it's like you have to at least put through $16 of play. You, I, I can tell you what I can put in, what I put in, and I can tell you where I'm at now. Even that, if I had been winning. Yeah. That 30-second thing is bullshit. That's bullshit. Because the idea of being, I mean, I get that they want you playing. I totally get that. But throw it at a minute or two. Because, like, you're well, even a minute in a fucking bar with friends playing video poker. You're going to talk every once in a while. It, it, yeah, I could not believe it when they were just like, nope, I didn't earn a single comp drink in that whole thing. It's, it's a it's a beautiful, brilliant idea that... They're still working it out. Hardcore. I, there, absolutely. I, I, there's, absolutely. There's, some, there's and, some embarrassing problems. And Tony, this was... So this was Tuesday. It was 90 some odd degrees down there. I was just dressed in jeans 
tennis shoes, and I, I did have a sleeveless shirt on because the jersey was going to go on afterwards, but we're sitting outside. It was perfectly comfortable, and not just for me. I mean, J-Dubs and, and Ed would have said the same thing. So even in the 90 degrees with the, the misters, which are the most unobtrusive misters you've ever come yeah, across awesome. in your life. <laughs> um, and it's just cooler because it's shaded and everything else. It, it was it was fine. You would have been fine sitting there. You, you would just, not have you know, melted. Karen, yeah. let me tell you where you lost me. <laughs> when you're degrees. wearing jeans in 96 because, degree weather. Because I knew I was going inside. into Circa yeah. to watch the sports the the sports puck game or puck, puck ball game puck ball. puck ball game so i knew i was going to be spending my evening indoors i knew i was only going to be outside for a very short amount of time which as you know a native las vegas now you're used to it it's not that big a deal um at least i'm used to it but no if it had been you would have been in shorts the guys were in shorts but I just knew I was going to be cold in circa and I was so we were watching the puck ball game and I was in my jeans and had my jersey on Perfectly comfortable. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, in related news, despite having the eyesore of an entrance, Pink Box Donuts has been killing it at times with lines down Main Street. Uh, don't really care about the Smoke Free Casino, so I can't report on that. But Oscar's expansion looks nice. That outdoor seating, the outdoor patio, yeah, about which that. is covered. Again, it's it's not yeah. like it's it's open air. Right. It's probably a better right. way to describe it. But yeah, it, it that also looks very nice. But yeah, the pink box thing. I, cool. Uh, huh? Can't wait for you to report back when you're sitting outside of Oscars in your fucking Oscar gown that you're wearing, telling me just how nice it is out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed in a parka, but it's fine. It's super nice out, guys. It'll be fine. You won't be you won't be hot, I swear. No, the parka I'm, the parka I'm dressed will be like I'm going the parka will be sitting out there in January, or February. Then you, then you'll 60, need the parka. It's sixty degree weather. Yes. Yeah. Then, Absolutely. God, then we'll need ridiculous. the parka. That is the definition <laughs> of chilly. <laughs> the sixties. Oh my god. Oh. Well, I, listen. I, I here's what I have a sneaking suspicion that at the end of the day, this carousel bar is going to be more of a um trinket for lack of a better word I, wow. I don't know what else what other word to use like a, a, a cute little one-off hmm. that that you're probably not going to do very much of or, or spend very much time at so I you disagree. go in well, let me uh, Karen, let I'll, I'll give you this part um i think it's obnoxious as shit if i'm sitting there playing i'm gonna need the bartender to pay the fuck attention yeah to what's going on around them yeah and when think i drop that, 40 dollars you and you're, you haven't been here to watch this What's that? Mark said, with 30 seconds, you can't take a piss. That's true, true. too. Well, that's true, too. But there that's was only, too. what, there's only six, seven, eight? There were eight terminals. Eight gaming terminals. And they're all on the back side of the bar. So if you're I, I on the Main Street side. add more. Because they, they the whole thing is still sh- uh, shaded. Yeah. I think they should have added more, but they didn't. So the whole front side of the, like, if you're standing looking at Plaza, the whole front side of the bar is just a bar. It doesn't have gaming stations. The gaming stations are on the back. And I think it's it's. I want to feel like it's four and three, but maybe it's four and four on the backside, and that's I it. it. Was four, and four, yeah. Um, and at least when we were there, the times that we've been there, the bartenders are also like the servers for people that are sitting in the lounge seats. So they don't. They didn't have servers. The bartenders were pulling mm-hmm. double duty with it. So I'm telling you, dude, I think you're gonna dig it. It's it's yeah, it's got I, some got some work to do. I still haven't tried any of their specialty yeah. cocktails yet. So yeah, yeah, we've done that. Because those you'll have to pay for. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You. Oh, they even. Well, Got so that was the other thing. It. The second time 
we were there, I asked for a Tito's and tonic, and they told me they couldn't comp Tito's. They could only comp their well, which was some local vodka that I'd never heard of before. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. Well, I never got to because she never got around to comping me a drink. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So the experience I, the first time for you. versus the second time were very different yeah. for me. Got it. Uh-oh, he's pulling the stopper And then finally... I heard the stopper. Everything's fine, kids. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Nothing to see. We're uh, professionals. What's going, what's going on with uh, Lupo Bye Bye? Wolfgang Puck's restaurant Lupo at Mandalay Bay will close in August for a planned renovation to the space with plans to reopen at the end of the year. Lupo has been at Mandalay Bay since they opened in 1999. When it reopens, it will have a new name and concept. However, it will still feature Italian cuisine. Did you ever go to Lupo? I have not, but now I kind of want to buzz over there before it closes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I, I, I don't know how much longer. Well, it says August. Oh, well, yeah. So I have, I have a little bit of time. Yeah. But no, I mean, Wolfgang Puck, I, I've liked all the, his restaurants that I've been to. I've just, Mandalay, again... It's kind of out of the way for me. Yeah. So it's not normally some place that I would go, but I would be interested in going to try this first and then seeing whatever they reopen it as, as far as Italian goes. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been, Tony? No, I have not. Okay. But I can, I, I think I've been to one restaurant. I think I ate at that Areola restaurant with the flying angels, the, mm-hmm. the wine angels. Yeah. And I think that is the only restaurant at uh, at Mandalay Bay I've ever eaten at. Really, so we had a couple actually. Strip. I I highly recommend Strip Steak. It's it's is Strip Steak closed right now because the Voltaggio Brothers. No, 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 no. That was um, that was Areola. Oh, Areola. That's where they're at now. They because that one closed permanently. But no, Strip Steak closed for renovation. They're I back it was open. Areola, not Areola. I don't know how. Oh, you it, say is. It. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> You can't give me six out of the seven words <laughs> and not let me have a little. Uh, you mean letters. Uh, let, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yay, rum. <laughs> Are you? Did you bust it. into that very special one that you could only buy at the Bacardi factory? Yes, but that's not what we're highlighting on tonight's show. Oh, okay. okay. Tonight we are highlighting an. Uh, this is a uh, Bacardi Reserva Ocho rum. So, but it is rested in uh, rye barrels. So they take their eight-year-old uh, rum and then they let it rest in used rye whiskey barrels. Mm. So mm. it picks up a little bit of that um, that spice flavor from the rye. Yeah. But it melds so beautifully with the smoothness that is the the molasses from the rum. It's it's a good one. And it's in, you can find this absolutely anywhere. It retails for, I think, $33 in Michigan. So mm. oh, it's a very okay. easy, just grab the bottle. If you don't love it, you're not out a lot of money. But if you do love it, You've got a fun little bottle to have, you know, at your bar. There you go. Okay, that's going to do it for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Nacho Daddy downtown. It's they're moving their restaurant to the open space next door to its current location. <laughs> wait, wait, which direction? I hope it's bigger. I hope uh, it's a yeah, bigger. Yeah, it's got to be for size. Yeah, but which direction? Moving it closer to Fremont or further from Fremont? I'm not sure. I want to say closer. Well, that's kind of important. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't part of the report. Well, now I need you to show me the support because now I need to know where they're moving to. <laughs> Mirage's Bear Pool is no longer topless, making the name a little misleading. <laughs> 
A man was shot and killed inside a hotel room at Excalibur. The man was found dead in his room, and for some reason the RJ felt they should share what room number it was. However, we will not. Did they seriously share the room number? Isn't that fucking gross? What the hell? Like, it's... it's just, <sighs> People are going to spend... We'll want that. We'll want the shit yep, out of it. Absolutely, room. yeah. No, it's it's the same reason what, um, that you shouldn't like advertise the name of these mass shooters and serial killers and all exactly. that other shit because all it does is give them more That's attention, fair. and people get fixated on it. Focus we, on the, what, the the people that were impacted by what these psychopaths did, not the psychopaths themselves. Right. There and I think this shooting. What was the backstory? Of what? Do we know? What? Of the murder. Was it suicide? This? Was he was he murdered? No. Oh, he got into a fight with a guy. He got into a fight with a friend of his and his friend shot him <laughs> and then ran. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, wow, that's... Uh, uh, needs to improve in his, huh. his uh, friend game. Well, it's kind of pointless yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because he's <laughs> dead, so... <laughs> that's true. That's right. He ain't going to have any more options to find any more <laughs> shitty friends or there, better ones. There's a life lesson for you, listeners. <laughs> Make better friends. Mm. Tony. That's me. Yeah. Three Doors Down with Candlebox are performing at Palms July 16th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $54. All right, now I'm going to have to tweak this one because I, if I read it the way you wrote it, it's going to leave some stuff out. The A's funding plan that would give owners some $380 million to build a $1.5 billion stadium on the land currently home to Tropicana has been approved by the Nevada State Legislature and signed by Governor Lombardo. Now Major League Baseball is reviewing the move for approval. God damn, that was good, woman. Yeah. I, I, I'm, this, this whole thing pisses me off. Yeah, I know it does. Uh, it's it's uh, shitty ownership. Like, I just... I, I just, I can't move on. I can't. <laughs> there's so many... There's so you many. have been lighting up Twitter you have about been. this stuff. Here. I, I cannot I, get over how much... I, I, you I, are hyper-focused on this. I have to, because I'm reading this shit, and what the baseball commissioner said, I, that would that one, I was so mad. So they, they did, okay, the A's fan did something really cool. I'm sorry, Tony, I know this is sports ball talk, but hold on a second. The A's fan who has, the A's have by far had the worst fucking attendance of any major league team in history this season. They did a reverse boycott, where basically they, they, had like 27,000 people show up. They had all of these um, t-shirts made up that said sell the team or sell or whatever it was on it. It was like the largest crowd that they've had in Oakland in forever. And when the fucking major league commissioner talked about it, he said, oh, it was really cute that they were able to do 27,000 people, which is, you know, the average for a game across major league baseball on one day. It was really sweet that they did that so fucking sarcastic it's like do you not realize why they did this they did it because it's not because the fans aren't showing up to support the team it's because they're not supporting the fucking owner because he's running the team into the ground i'm sorry uh just fuck i could not believe it drove me crazy and i'm trying not to i'm really trying not to tweet about it anymore but i see certain things that just pisses me off Police arrested a man who allegedly threatened to shoot up the area around T-Mobile Arena on the night the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. This is why we fucking say it all the fucking time. 
You glorify what these fucking people do, these monsters do. But this this guy, okay, oh, hold on, but people were paying attention. This guy was advertising it on social media and everything else, and the cops just went after him and was like, uh-uh, we ain't taking any fucking chances on yeah. this. They were paying attention. And it turned out beautifully, because if, if you saw pictures of that crowd outside of T-Mobile, yeah. holy shit, it was But packed. I mean, it's still, it's it's the, the quest for, for fame. You know, you see how they how they treat the October first thing or whatever. Yeah, but he, he didn't get it. He got arrested. He didn't get to achieve well, yeah, what he, was, he wanted to. He advertised too much. Right, exactly. <laughs> and finally, Vital Vegas is reporting that guests with a June twenty seventh Win Hotel package that include awakening tickets were informed that the show was being pushed back. Ticket offer canceled. And guests were given more resort credits for their inconvenience. I, I don't understand. I mean, they've got to be redoing the show. I mean, yeah. they, they aren't just practicing all this time. No, they were, re- well, they're re- retooling it and then practicing. Well, of course, they got to practice. The yeah. I don't know. This this seems like a really expensive. I kind of really want to see it now because I'm like, I think for sure this is going to fail. Well, I don't know when we're going to get to see it because I don't know when it's going to reopen. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game at Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Restaurant Week. So, tell us about your first-hand experience. I did, and I, I didn't do a ton this week, although there's certain restaurants that have been, ex- they've extended the Restaurant Week offerings until the 23rd, so I might sneak in a couple more. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of what we did actually was tied in with uh, friends and people that were in town, because uh, again, one of you know me not being gainfully employed, I'm, I'm trying not to spend too much money. Uh, so I don't like my job, so I like spending lots of money. Yeah, but when only <laughs> one of us is, is bringing in money, we both can't be spending lots of money. Uh, so we did. I did a uh, blue ribbon sushi at Red Rock with uh, Priority Tech, our friend Jason. Yep, and. I have to say I was a little underwhelmed. Okay. So I forget. Here, what can I, if I, if I may, for folks that aren't familiar with uh, Restaurant Week, I mean, they can probably figure out what it means yeah. from the term. But just can yes. you give us a quick? What happens when you don't have clear clear review? Re- uh, record reports? That, uh, I'm stumbling. Uh, Never mind. So Restaurant Week, uh, like most cities that have a Restaurant Week, it's usually where restaurants will put together preset menus. Um, usually three to four courses where you get a ch- one to two choices per course. It's a set price. And there's usually, with, with each one, there's some kind of donation that goes to charity. And so for the Las Vegas group, it goes to um, the Three Square Food Bank, um, you know, to help feed homeless people and, and, and folks that need help. Uh, so, you know, they've got a ton of different restaurants. Some are dinner only, some are lunch and dinner. dinner they have different levels, different tiers. Uh, and so it's really kind of their their site. If anyone's interested, it's restaurantweeklv.org. It's actually really well laid out. You can filter by location, by uh, you know the price points. Whether you want to do a twenty dollar lunch, thirty dollar lunch, forty dollar lunch, whatever. 
Um, so there's and, and also different types of cuisines and that kind of stuff. So yeah, we did blue ribbon sushi um, in the first. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. I thought I was going to have this ready, but wow. <laughs> you then, vamped so well, yeah. I did. so well. <laughs> and the damn thing did, didn't so, come through. <laughs> so there, this one was four courses. Uh, the first course you had your choice of miso soup, edamame, or house salad. Uh, I got the edamame, which I love because it's just so fun to snack on and eat, and I got to bring leftovers home for later. And I believe Jason got the house salad. Then they brought out um, like a tiger shrimp tempura, which was delicious. That was by far the best thing I think we had. And then on the third course, you had your choice of their chef special sushi and sashimi plate, the braised short rib, the blue ribbon style fried chicken, or the grilled salmon teriyaki. Uh, I got the braised short rib because I, I like sushi, but I can't do a whole bunch of it. So I got that. And then Jason actually got the blue ribbon style fried chicken. Um, the braised bra short rib was okay. I don't know if it wasn't braised enough because it was still really fatty. It's like every bite you got, like it wasn't just falling apart, but every bite you got, there was some solid fat pieces to it, which I'm not a fan of. And it was served over a sweet potato puree, um, which looked like when it came out, uh, which I'm not excited about because I don't like sweet potatoes, but when it came out, it looked like potatoes, like regular potatoes, because it was like white. And then you bit into it and you're like, nope, that's sweet. So um, <laughs> Jason said that the, the fried chicken was good. He, he really, he liked that. And then we did also order additions onto this. So he got the spicy crab roll and I got um, two... It was under the sushi sashimi, but two portions of uni, which was served on a shishito leaf. Not the best uni I've ever had. Uh, I was really kind of disappointed. Like you could tell it wasn't necessarily fresh. It had been around for a while and whatever. Um, and also he, Jason said he was under impressed with his crab roll. I did have a bite of that and I was under impressed as well. Um, however, then we get to the fourth course, which was the gingerbread pudding with ginger ice cream. And it was fucking amazing. That was a good way to end the meal, and it, it worked out very well. So I was happy about that. Okay. That's awesome. So then the other, the next place that we went to was China Poblano for lunch. And I went there with uh, our dear friend Jerry, who was out here celebrating his uh, birthday. And he said, we were looking for places to go to take advantage of restaurant week and places that he hasn't been. And he was like, well, I want Mexican and I want steak or I want seafood. So I thought, okay, China Poblano gets to go to Cosmo. Looking forward to that. Um, we did the lunch. <clears throat> the first course they brought out chips and salsa. The salsa, neither Jerry and I were very impressed with, to be honest with you. It was almost like pureed tomatoes. <laughs> Like it, it wasn't, Ooh. you think of salsa and it's, you know, kind of rough yeah. cut or a little saucy. No, this, this was like a yeah. pureed tomato paste. So not, not that good. Okay. Um, then the second course was a cold cucumber salad, which was Asian. And I really felt bad actually looking through this menu because there was only one, well, I guess the chips and salsa are Mexican, but you know, China Poblano is a, uh, Mexican Chinese mashup place, right? And most of the stuff on the menu was, was Asian, which was kind of, I, I should have paid more attention. Um, but the cold cucumbers were like, uh, they were like sesame marinated. So they were, I loved them. They were very refreshing, 
nice little palate cleansing bites, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, then there was a course that was not included uh, on the the menu on the website. And we both picked, it, it was a dumpling, and it was a dumpling that had ground pork and shrimp and peanuts and uh, all this other kind of stuff in it, which I thought was delicious. Um, Jerry mentioned that he thought it was sweet, which I didn't get the sweet, so I'm not sure where that was coming from, but you know, they, they were yummy and we ate them both and that was wonderful. Uh, then we had uh, two choices of, of tacos. So tacos de carnitas or taco de pepa, which was a vegetarian one. Um, we ordered one of each thinking we were going to share, but it only came out with one taco. So it was kind of hard to share. Uh, it was, they were both delicious. We loved them. And then the last course, well, no, the fourth course, um, I got the Dan Dan Mian noodles, uh, which is like the Szechuan ground pork over the, these really skinny wheat noodles. And you had to like mix them up right at the table. And then he got the monk 80 noodles or 18 monk noodles, which are vegetarian. Um, very different noodle styles and presentations. Both were good. I liked the Dan Dan noodles that I got better. Uh, and then the last thing that we got was a churro for dessert and it came out in a bowl, well, a little cup bowl of Mexican chocolate, yeah, almost mm. like a, a warm chocolate drink. I mean, it was better when you just drank the chocolate and dipped the churro in it a little bit, but, uh, I, uh, Jerry said the churros were, were way too over cinnamon and sugared, which I kind of agreed with. Um, like I said, I like the chocolate drink better on its own versus, dipping the churro into it but overall <clears throat> delicious and for 40 bucks and again I love that you know Chino Poblano they, they throw on something extra that wasn't on restaurant week once you got to the restaurant which was fun um, that's great and then the I only have two more places that we went and, and one of them will be much shorter I promise then for dinner we went to Scotch 80 Prime at the Palms and Mark tagged along for this one actually um and I made him get, because, <laughs> you know, Mark was just there for the filet, because they did have a filet on for the entree. But for the um, openers, they had, I'm trying to get to the whole menu. It's in here. I'm, sc I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I know. Um, so unprofessional, he says, while playing a video game. Because <laughs> you're bored and you don't care about any of this. It's true. Uh, so the first, the first course was a choice of a smoked bone marrow a wedge salad, or a cram and corn bisque. Now, I was all, because there were three of us, I'm like, we're going to get one of each. This is going to be awesome. Until the server, the waiter told us that, uh, well, if you get the bone marrow, it's for all three of you. Like, you don't get another option. If you're ordering that, it's for everybody. And I was like, okay, well. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. And what if you were there by yourself? Well, that would have been my choice. If you were there by yourself, could you have... Yeah, yeah, but no, but my point though is to say is if you would have been there by yourself, you would have gotten the bone marrow. Probably. So yeah. all of a sudden you have to, sh you, you got, you only get one third the bone marrow if you're with these other two jack wagons. Yeah, well, oh that see was, my point? That, I see your point, but that was the rules. So instead I got the wedge, <laughs> I got the wedge salad and I made wow. Mark or... <laughs> What? Awesome. Not, <laughs> that put me in my place. I'm like, well, I got, I got no response to that. Well, no, I mean, you're right. It, it's, and I did think, I, I did think it was kind of bullshit. It's like seriously, you're offering three choices, and nowhere on it here does it say, 
Like the whole table has to get the bone marrow. But okay, whatever. Um, so I got the wedge. I made Mark get the crab and corn bisque so I could try them both. They were both phenomenally delicious. Um, there was so much lump crab meat in the corn bisque. It was one of those things where, you know, the crab meat's in the middle with like the fresh corn and then they just come and pour the bisque over the top of it. It was delicious. Um, and the wedge was, I mean, it was a wedge salad. It was, but it was like a, a baby lettuce instead of a big old hunk of normal wedge. Mm -hmm. That was good. Uh, we all got the filet, which was cooked and all of us got it medium well. It was cooked to perfection. It was exactly the way a medium-well steak should be with just a little bit of pink in the, in the middle. It was heavily seasoned on the outside. So almost to the point where the, it was almost too salty. And I don't know if Mark remembers that or he's paying any attention or wants to chime in. No, I don't want to chime in. Okay. But he actually brought it up first when I asked him what he thought about it. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's too... It was, I mean, it was a nice crust, like sear on the outside, but way too salty. Um, and then we did get a side of, we added a side of, uh, the whipped garlic mashed potatoes because there weren't any sides served with the filet. They were delicious, super creamy, as you would expect, like 50 butter, 50 potato as they should be. And then we got a cheesecake for dessert, which was a very, uh, pretty presentation. It was kind of like the, this cheesecake that had, um, shit. What are those cherries I always put in the old fashions? Maraschino? Yeah, but not, they're the dark ones. Like the mirror, I think of maraschino as the bright red, super sweet. These were the dark. Oh, Luxardo? Yes. The Luxardo. So it was, it was a, almost like a, a little round cheesecake. It had those cherries in the middle. Um, a little dollop, like dollops of, uh, um, fucking, what the hell they call that? Whipped cream. Who's telling the story? Me or you? No, <laughs> me. But then it, but then it had these like pink sheets. So it kind of, so that that was rounded in the center, and then it had these solid like um, pieces of like pink twill. So it, I think it was supposed to look like a um, almost like a flower because they were standing up like all okay. around this, and then the the cheesecake was in the middle. And it was a little bit excessive. I I pulled those off and didn't eat that, but the cheesecake was very good. So, and it had a little drizzle of like the cherry sauce that those, those cherries came in that, that went over the top of it. So that was yummy. I mean, for the deal, and it, that one was priced at 80 bucks. So for Scotch 80 Prime, you know, if you went and got a starter, you know, a steak, a side, dessert, like you easily would have spent that and more. So it was actually, that one was a pretty good deal. And then the last one that I don't... Wonderful. Yeah, I, oh. no, the last one, I'm not going to say much about it. Sorry, the last one is I did take a, a friend of mine to, to go to Bizarre Meat, and I, I've talked to so much about Bizarre Meat, I don't have to do it again. It was kind of a, you know, hit all the classics. They had the gazpacho, they had the, um, uh, fuck, now my brain's going dead. It was delicious. It was all the good stuff. Oh, there was a, the, the, the lox um, cone, the um, cotton candy foie gras, uh, they had the pork secreta uh, for the side. They had some potato. Like, it was delicious. And she'd never been before. So that was nice. the best part is I got to take a friend of mine who's... And she's a trained chef, and she's never been to Bizarre Meat. So we got to go there. It was, of course, absolutely fabulous. We had a couple other add-ons that we put on it, so the bill was still 
a lot, but mm-hmm. oh, of course um, it is. Absolutely, it yeah. Is. But, but it's, it's absolutely worth doing once, twice if you don't remember the first. Time. <laughs> so. Exactly. Um, but no, if you would have done, because I think their dinner, like the 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 dinner thing, is only eighty bucks, and you get like four small appetizer bites. You get a, a, a the pork sacreto is a, the or secret. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. Alistair will correct me. Um, but the, the pork is like the meat, and then you also had the de- like it was the dessert and everything. It was it was it's a really good deal and a great way to go try bizarre meat. So if anybody, I don't know if they extended that one or not, but would highly recommend it. So yeah, that was all I've done. Like I said, I might I might see if I can squeeze in another one or two here before the end of next week, but we'll see. I promise Fantastic. I'm I promise I'm done now. For everyone that doesn't like food, well, I apologize. That's okay. We're going to we're going to roll from one giant dissertation into another one because we have listener feedback. Yes. And we got an email from Dan. Karen, are you ready to roll into Dan's? Well, well fair well, to sure. So. so so I have to say um, Dan's email has been edited down for length. <laughs> uh, Dan sent us a very entertaining a uh, very detailed trip report from his time here in Vegas. Uh, quite frankly, and I apologize, Dan, it, it was just too long. It, I mean, it was eight pages, single spaced, which would have taken up the whole show. And so, so what we, we have done, so the three of us got to enjoy it and got to laugh and got to chuckle and some of the other parts. And so what we've tried to do is boil it down to the essence of, you know, his trip and what he did. Um, so, I, you know, we, we appreciate, we love the detail, everybody, but please keep in mind, these are, are meant to be fun little reports, not, here's my, my week, minute by minute report <laughs> of the week, well, my time in Vegas, because we, we do love, we love sharing these, and I know folks apparently love listening to them because we keep getting them, but, you know, please keep in mind, I'm just asking for others, you know, because I, I don't want to, if you put time to write these, I feel bad, like, editing Dan's down, but we really, we had to for time and effort so just keep that in mind when folks are writing these up um but yes i'm i'm ready to dive into dan's email do it okay i'm finally getting around to sending you a note about our last trip and to tell you how much i enjoy your podcast that's good because we're finally getting around to reading your fucking review (laughs) 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 my wife and i went to vegas in early april this time at mgm grand we checked in and unpacked by midnight local time. Oh, God, that's late. I had three Coronas and turned $50 into $300 of bubble craps. Nice. Wait, which bubble craps? That's what I want to know. Was it the, the big one that goes, come on, push the button? <laughs> or was it the little mini ones? I hope it was the mini ones because that I would go postal listening to that the whole time. Um, I then turned that 300 into 200 chasing bonuses on Athena and Medusa machines and decided to go to bed. I think that means he lost 100 of that 300, right? That's how I read that? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yes. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Because he was chasing bonuses. All right. All of a sudden, I felt like y'all just checked out and left me here on my own. Wednesday morning, <laughs> I get up and have coffee in the room. I buy a one-way monorail ticket for $5 and ride it to Harris. I walk out of Harris and into the bright morning sun on an already bustling strip. Ah, back in Vegas, baby, I think to myself. I walk outdoors until I get to Cromwell, then duck inside to find my find one of my favorite bubble crap spots. They have a low minimum machine and great drink service. 
I'm feeling a little better after the speed walking and settle in. I end up getting two Coronas and a Jameson and ginger ale while going on a mini heater. I've run my $500 up to over $400 collected with about $250 still in play. Wow, that's nice. My wife decided now is a good time to call me. I reject the call with a please text me auto message and immediately get a, all caps, where are you text from her. I look at the text, consider how to respond, and then roll the dice. Seven out. I now have a decision to make. I choose to hit the cash out button and reply back, leaving Cromwell. I exit Cromwell by the valet entrance with Corona in hand, cross Flamingo at the crosswalk, oh, or as we like to call it, playing Frogger, and enter the horseshoe through their valet entrance, thereby avoiding all the up, over, and downs across Flamingo and the Strip, and more importantly, avoiding the bizarre shops entirely. I, I can't disagree. I was amazed when Alistair showed us that little frogger crosswalk, and I'm like, this is so much easier if you want to go right from Cromwell to the Time Valleys. <clears throat> through Horseshoe, through Paris, and back onto the Strip for the final sprint past Planet Hollywood and a construction zone to get back to MGM. All in all, it took about 90 minutes to walk from Encore to MGM, including the bubble crap session and three drinks at Cromwell. Wait a minute. Why did he go to Encore? He said he went to Harris. I'm confused. I, I may have edited. That, that oh. Something might, might have been edited. Oh, yeah. That Sorry. Night. That might be an edit issue. Uh, da, 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 da. Hold on. <laughs> oh, but that included the bubble crap session and the three drinks at Cromwell. So that makes sense. My wife had been keeping me up to, uh, up to speed on her whereabouts all day for personal security reasons. Every time she left or entered a property, she texts me. She'd been to New York, New York, Park MGM, Ario Cosmo, and Planet Hollywood while I was still playing a poker tournament. We, went, we met back at our room to regroup, and as soon as I saw her, I gave her $100 from my Cromwell session to blunt any pointed questions about why I walked all the way back from Encore instead of just taking the monorail. <laughs> okay, I try to hold off any questions there. I guess money will do it. My wife had eaten at Hattie B's earlier, but I only had snacks all day and was hungry. We decided to try Nellie's Kitchen at MGM. My wife ordered only dessert and had a skillet ice cream cookie brownie thing that she really enjoyed and washed it down with a Michelob Ultra. I had the braised beef short ribs and mashed potatoes with grilled carrots and a Golden Road mango cart beer. Okay, I have been seeing that beer all over the place in Vegas lately. Like, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't sound appealing to me. Have you tried it yet, Tony? Uh, no. No? No. Mark, you haven't had one no. of these yet either, have you? No. The Golden Cart Mango. Although that's what, um, the one night's game we went to, we, we met up with Katie at one of the intermissions. Yeah. That's what she brought down, were those Mango Cart Oh, okay. Beers. I think I was probably too drunk. I didn't, I didn't really... <laughs> Already? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Our Vegas restaurant ratings are pretty simple. They are, we won't go back, we would go back, and we will go back. Nice. I gave Nellie's a will, while my wife gave it a wood. The short rib entree was just too satisfying a meal to not get it again at some point. Mm. During our stay, we also ate at Tap Sports Bar, the Avenue Cafe, and the Grand Buff Buffet at MGM. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope y'all didn't get sick like we did. Right. My wife loved her steak nachos. We both gave Tap a will, as we know at some point we will be eating there again. The Avenue Cafe is nothing special. But using our MGM Gold status to line jump makes it a solid wood option to get quick, quickly seated and fed. 
The grand buffet for me is a won't. Yeah, that's that's savvy. <laughs> if I'm doing a buffet, I'd rather just pay the extra ten or so bucks and go to Bellagio. Right. Bellagio's buffet is much better, much more than ten dollars better than MGM's. MGM's is gross. It's it's bad. <clears throat> At least it was bad. We haven't been back, so we, we can't really say what it is now. But true, I can't imagine they've done much to it. Mm-mm. We scheduled two pool days at MGM, Saturday and Monday. We reserved chairs on both days. When we went down Sunday morning, the place was packed. For a complex as large as M- MGM, the pool check-in process Saturday was surprisingly uh, pleasant. Every step of the process, there was a warm handoff between staff members. Color me impressed. <laughs> two thumbs up. But then came Monday. We arrived at the pool complex, and there were about a third fewer people but twice as many kids than Saturday. Mm. We checked in at the rental desk and were handed a piece of paper and told to go find someone in the Island Lagoon area to get seated. No handoff, no directions. Nada. After awkwardly waiting, watching this guy fold towels for a bit, I showed him the piece of paper and asked, is there someone here that I'm supposed to check in with? <coughs> Sorry. I'm doing reading. Don't, don't me. <laughs> He looks at the piece of paper and says, you can check in with me. As we start walking, I notice we are heading away from the area we sat on Saturday. I point to that area and tell him we like to sit there. He says there weren't specific Garrett. They weren't. Sorry. He says that we weren't guaranteed specific chairs and he is taking us to a different spot. We get to an area that has about a dozen empty chairs and he tells us we can pick any two of them. After a few minutes, I notice a smell, a foul smell. I look around, and behind us is an overflowing trash can that appears to still be filled with Sunday's trash. Where is this at? MGM pool. MGM pool. Uh, after a few more minutes, the server shows up to take our orders. I point to the overflowing trash can that's starting to bake in the sun and ask if she could have someone come empty it. To cool off and to get away from the garbage smell, I get in the lazy river. After a couple laps of water jogging around the lazy river, I get back and notice my wife has two parfaits. She said the server brought them out and told her that the first one was made wrong, so they had to remake it, and that we could just have them both. The thing is, is that both of the parfaits were made wrong. Exactly the same way wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. I do a few more laps around the lazy river, switching between back floating and water jogging, finding it quite enjoyable and relaxing. <laughs> Overall, I'm very conflicted about the MGM pool. I had two very polarizing experiences just a day apart. Saturday, they were hot shit on a silver platter. Monday, they were cold boogers on a paper plate. <laughs> Good luck if you decide to go. Oh, that was very descriptive. Yes. <clears throat> we made one trip downtown. We started at Golden Nugget and didn't really like the vibe. Just seemed cramped and chaotic, and we didn't feel like gambling there. We went to the D next, straight up to the second floor. Totally different vibe than downstairs. Yeah, completely agree with that. We spent quite a bit of time up there. Good time gaming. When it came time to cash out and leave, we had a Tito for 28 cents. I put it in a 25 cent double-double bonus machine to play one hand for a quarter and was dealt four sixes. A whopping $12. Wow. <laughs> we then walked over to the Grand yeah. to play a little live $5 craps. Nice. Bought in for 150 Got all in after two bad rolls, but made a minor comeback to just over $100 and decided to cash out. Nice. We then got slices from Pizza Rock. We both rated it a would go back if we had ever made another trip downtown. Oh, you didn't do it right then. 
Well, they got slices yeah. at the the walk up, yeah, which yeah, is not got, the same. No, it's not. Yeah, you got to sit down as sitting pizza, down and getting a whole pizza. Blow your fucking mind. Right. I mean, it's yeah. Though the sit down, I I don't. I think I've had a slice from there once. I've had. I, I get slices from there all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not the same as no. just getting a, a whole pizza. No, it's not the same. So I, I would say try it again, but this time like sit down. Yeah, come with us. C- come with us. We'll 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 show you. We'll take you on a tour of the place. We'll we'll, we'll show you the, the good stuff to get. Yeah. Um, there's always the meatballs and the garlic bread, which is also very surprisingly good for both of those. Yeah. To get those together. Um, we then walk through the new areas of the Fremont, and we're totally impressed. We really like what they've done with the new casino floor and food court. Good vibe and and conducive to sitting and playing games for a while. And back to the strip we went. We actually stepped into the Fremont over the weekend. Yeah, looks and nice. And it, it does look really nice. There, there's a night. It's funny. There's some sections that still have the old carpeting up versus the new carpeting. Holy shit, is it night and day. <laughs> it, it's crazy. And you can tell where they've... I mean, they still have a lot of areas that are under construction yep. and roped off and that kind of stuff. But they're they're putting some money into it. It's got a much different feel Boyd, and vibe. Boyd takes care of their, their properties. Well, they didn't take care of the Fremont for a long time. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's but, true. What they're doing now, I really like it. <laughs> That's their fucking cash cow. You think? It's the biggest return Just because on of investment. its location? Well, it's... it's Yeah, I guess it's the return on, on investment is what it really is. Hmm. Okay. We made another off-strip excursion to Red Rock Canyon. We drove out there, pulled up to the park entrance just to read a sign that basically said... Park is at capacity. No further res- reservations are available today. How the fuck Please is go it, away. Is a canyon... They overly occupied. They do that if it's not the summer months, you need to book a reservation because the non-summer months is when they're the busiest. When it's 110 degrees, nobody goes there. You could get in and drive in and be fine. <laughs> but on yeah. the, the non-summer months, when people are hiking the canyons and you know doing everything else, you have to have a reservation to get in. Now, and I found this out because when mom was out here last time uh, over like Thanksgiving week, I, I wanted, I'd never been there and wanted to take her. So we drove out and you pull up and yes, the sign is there that says, you know, reservations required. I'm like, so we don't have one. And the guy at the ticket booth said, yeah, I can, I can book you one right now. Like they weren't full. They weren't at capacity. So we were able to get right in and it was fine. But this time of year, like, especially in April when it's not too hot, not too cold, I could see where reservations would be definitely needed. Uh, we then got to spend the next two hours walking around the shopping districts of downtown Summerlin. We then played some games at Red Rock Casino. I like the place. They have good video poker and a large selection of games, but everything I touched was a loss. So back to the strip we went. A couple more notes about food. We love Hattie B's at Cosmo and go every trip. We usually also go to the Bellagio Brunch Buffet once every trip. We had also been going to Diablo's at Mirage most trips and enjoyed it as a mid-priced restaurant with tasty food in a cool space and great service. Since we were at MGM this trip, we walked to the Diablo's at Luxor. Food was not as good as the Mirage location and the service was exponentially indifferent. Disappointing all around. Entertainment-wise, most nights we just grab two Tallboy beers and walk back and forth between <laughs> a live band at the upper level bar near the strip entrance of MGM and the live band at the Losers Bar at the back of MGM. Okay, well, I guess walking back and forth gives you some exercise to offset the beers. Right. <laughs> as far as gambling goes, I had two great bubble crap sessions early in the trip, 
But after that, no luck, no matter what I did or how I played. Oh, that sucks. I played about a half dozen blackjack sessions between New York, New York, and Park MGM and never had a losing session. Nice. Cashed out up between 20 and 500 every time. Nice. That I'd say. Mixed results at 25 cent double double video poker. Got dealt four to the Royal three different times and couldn't draw one. <laughs> I did play one session at the 50 cent level and hit four aces with a kicker for $1,000. Hell yeah. That was nice. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> there that's was awesome. a Wizard of Oz machine at MGM where the Emerald level bonus was maxed out at 50 spins for two days. I button slapped around $60 through it, chasing that Emerald bonus and actually hit it. With re-triggers, I ended up with 140 spins and a $500 bonus. Nice. Not bad for an 80-set bet. But I kind of wanted a hand pay. <laughs> I came home with over 70% of my back roll, my bankroll, nice. and I call that a win. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's definitely breaking a win. Breaking even is a fucking win. <clears throat> well, breaking even, but I mean, he only lost 30% of it, yeah. so... Yeah. We'll, we'll be back in Vegas in June or just staying at Park MGM. I'll be playing event number 42 at the World Series of Poker, the 800... Eight-handed event on Saturday, June 18th. Oh, that's tomorrow. No shit. And no, probably not, some other low-roller tournaments between Aria and MGM Grand. I love Vegas in June and can't wait, can't wait to get back. Sincerely, Dan. Just Dan. No last names, please. <laughs> Don't worry. We respect everybody's right to privacy. That's, right. Yeah, it's, it's, that's fine. You, you know, but I appreciate you asking. <laughs> if you didn't, you know, didn't want it listed, maybe don't put it on the front of your email, but that's okay. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you, Dan. And again, I, I do apologize. When your email address is... <clears throat> no, first name, last name, right? Really then it's kind of... Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. and the, the full review was fantastic. You know, wait a minute. Maybe we should just post the review on uh, on Patreon. Uh, that's up to you. Just let them, do that. We yeah. enjoyed it. Sure. You know, I loved. So, I have to tell this funny story from the email. He um, he he addressed the email initially just to me, although he did spell my name wrong. But I'll I'll, I'll let go of that. And he started talking about the story with his friend or his wife, who had these three three friends named Mark, um, or no Lisa, Mark, and Tony. And she would, his wife would always talk about, oh, yeah, Lisa, Mark, and Tony, we're going here, we're doing this, whatever. And he was like, all right, you know, two guys, a girl, whatever. And apparently at some point he asked his wife, um, you know, she said something about Lisa. And he goes, well, what about Mark and Tony? And she kind of looked at him weird. And she was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you're always talking about your friends, Lisa, Mark, and Tony. Oh, I get and it. And she's like, no, Lisa's last name is Mark and Tony. <laughs> which is why he only addressed the email to me because Mark and Tony then is the last name. That's funny. You're a last name. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I thought that was a funny story, but I'm sorry that one got cut, but I, I, I'm happy we got to put that in. So yeah, I, again, Dan, I apologize. We had to trim it down, but it was, there, there were a lot of other funny stories included in it. You know, we, we really, we, we tried to pick the, the cream of the crop and, and the stuff that was most, you know, Vegas experience related, which is, you know, what the listeners are looking for too. So thank you, Dan. Really appreciate it. And yeah, if you're in, in town this weekend, apparently. So yeah, good luck and good luck in your tournament. I don't know if we'll, cause we have plans on Saturday, but we'll, what she's playing on Saturday. So that works. Playing but, on um, Sunday for the second time. Today's the 16th. Oh, is it Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Well, we have plans tomorrow, so it's going to be <laughs> tough if he's playing on Sunday, yeah. but if it works out, it would, it would yeah, be cool. We're out of sports season, so. But we're going to a sports game. 
On not on uh, tomorrow. No, no, on Sunday. No, tomorrow we're going. No, I know we're going tomorrow, but I, I'm saying Sunday since we yes, don't but have sun, no, but Sunday he's playing in the poker tournament, so he's not going to be available. Right. So you guys aren't available on Saturday when right. he would be. Yes. He's not available on Sunday when you would be. Right. So you two, y- y'all are uh, uh, ships passing in the night. Exactly. Aww. This is why this guy's our co-host right there. Because apparently he has to translate. And that's <laughs> going to do it yeah. for episode number 445. Thank you in listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on is zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written, abbreviated, or edited by this guy, you can you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegastone. Karen. I'm at 360vegaskaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Later.